You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I've tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH-balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. You're listening to The Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. I've been doing this for a long time and this is, you know, I know most men say this, but this is the first time this has ever happened to uh-huh. me. We're getting a divorce it's really actually. It's not a from big deal. Time. It's really okay with us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In as Frankenfurter from uh, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show would say, in uh-huh. anticipation. Yeah. We have a wonderful. Oh, I saw it in the original. You little kids saw it later, please. <laughs> no, I saw the I saw the original. I never saw the original live in in no, uh, like I mean original theater. live in New York City. Like you know, no, yeah. no, I saw the movie movie uh, with Susan Sarandon. Yeah, no, that's good too. <laughs> yeah, it, well, that to me is the original. Well, that's like first run when it came out. That's what I'm talking about. You would have been like twelve. Yeah. Yeah. My parents, oddly enough, made us watch that movie over and over and over again. And when I was 10, my sisters, who were older than me, recreated the entirety of that movie. And I'm happy to say that I was Riff Raff and Rocky because I had two roles. There's only three of us. How many siblings can you have? That's awesome. Right. I love it. It, it, not the, not the, not, I would say that's probably not the best movie to start off as a, as a 10 year old, but that's where I got my movie yeah, career, Rocky Horror Picture Show okay. in my basement. As a psychologist, I'm already like, wow. Yeah, we about can talk about family. it after. I got yeah, some yeah. deep, deep scars. <laughs> I'm like, I got some questions. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Abby Metcalf here. Abby, welcome to the show, the, the Laughing Couple podcast. Can you do us a huge quick favor? Introduce yourself. Let the world know who you are. Yeah. So I'm Abby Metcalf. I, um, I'm a relationship maven. I love relationships all kinds of ways. And uh, I have a background. I have a master's in counseling psych and I have an MBA and actually my PhD is in organizational psychology. So I have this weird like background and mix. I'm a Jew from New York. We go to school for a long time. That's not, <laughs> that's not impressive. Trust me from where I come from. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. Um, and so I have, you know, book, I have a podcast also that's, uh, I think we're like saying, uh, mine's coming in my fourth season. 
Um, Amazing. Called well, I love how you like. I I casually have a book and I casually I have know, a podcast. Like, oh, bestsellers. I have an and... Amazon number one bestselling book. There yeah, go. there you go. There, there you, you go. go. Be happily married, even if your partner won't do a thing. I love that. Okay, can we? That's, just a, like, that's a perfect segue. I know it is, but <laughs> I'm going to ask this quick question. Tell us briefly what you mean by "even if your partner won't do a thing." Like, what mm-hmm. what do you mean by that? Even if they won't do a thing. So, well, we can just get right into it. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So here's the deal. So, so I have a long history, you know, about 35 years, I've been counseling people and doing all this right in all kinds of settings. But for years, I worked with executives who had drug and alcohol problems in large multinational mergers and acquisitions. Right. And I'm a recovering drug addict, by the way, that's another little fun fact about me. Uh, And what was happening was, you know, so I'm working with these all men and they are uh, getting in trouble, you know, and I'm getting called in to work with them because they had some drug and alcohol issue. Right. And as you might imagine, I know you'd be shocked to hear it. They didn't have happy home lives. <laughs> like it wasn't like, and I had come really from a strictly counseling background and I didn't know I wasn't supposed to counsel them. Like I thought, you know, coaching, counseling, I didn't really know what the difference was. Right. So I started asking about their marriages and their kids and all this stuff. And what was happening was I was working on the relationship without ever meeting the partner and having amazing, amazing success. And I thought, huh. (laughs) And so when I learned the science behind it, which I'm happy to share, uh, it really makes sense why it can work if just one person starts to change. And yeah, it's, um, and it happens all the time. Well, think of this. It happens negatively all the time. Right. So you're, so Brittany's home. Ryan, and you're having a good day and you're feeling good. And Ryan comes home in a bad mood and you feel the disturbance in the force, right? You're, mm-hmm. You don't even see him yet, but he's the, like, the force is strong with me. Right. Yes. Yeah, I know. All right. So, you know, and you're thinking, well, I was in a good mood before and now I'm not. Well, it can work the other way. Right. You could be the dominant calibration. You could be the dominant vibration in the room and bring people to you. And so there's just a few little uh, tricks there, you know, little, not tricks, but uh, some techniques you need to know and be aware of. But what historically happens in couples therapy is someone will come in and I'll give them some great tool because that's all I have, right? It's great tools, you know, amazing, incredible. And they're like, okay, Abby, I'm really motivated. I got this, right? And they go home. What happens? (laughs) So they, they try the tool for a little while. But in their heads, they're thinking, um, you know, this little tool is not going to really help. Our problems are big. We've had them for years or we've changed before, but it always goes back. You know, they're all the doubt. Right. Right. And here's the deal. Our uh, this is the work of Timothy Wilson. Great book. Strangers to ourselves. Anyway, uh, our conscious brains process information at a rate of 50 bits per second. And your unconscious brain processes information at a rate of 11 million bits per second. Say those numbers again, 50,000? I know, it's not made up. So our conscious brains, what we're consciously doing is I'm talking to you right now. Right now, I'm processing what you're saying, doing the smells, everything at a rate of 50 bits per second. Don't ask me what a bit is. I'm not (laughs) that kind of doctor. Uh, I don't need to know. There's always some smart ass going, what's a bit? I'm like, yeah. shut up. I'm trying to make a point. Exactly. Uh, so, <laughs> That's no, not the point. Damn it. Cares. I'm going to like take you out. I'm from New York. I'll tell I'll, I'll cut yeah. you. So like, let's go. Okay. So, and our unconscious brains, our subconscious, unconscious, we, by the way, that's the same thing. 
But anyway, so this part of your brain processes information at a rate of 11 million bits per second. So your partner doesn't hear what you say. They hear what you mean. Right. So if I'm standing there doing my new tool that Abby taught me, but I'm even not consciously tripping, right? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, it's not going to work. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm, you know, getting myself ready again and going back with the doubt, right? Or the resentment shows up. I'm doing all this stuff. And, you know, the partner picks up on it. Your partner picks up on it. And you know what they do? They go, she's acting nice now. I wonder how long that's going to last. Right. So they don't change. And then you see your partner not changing and you come back to my office and tell me my tool doesn't work. Right. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, you didn't work like that. The the tool works great. So you have to, there's no no refunds, damn it. So back Uh. up. Uh, So you have to align. You really do. You have to align what, and you know, like you've been walking down the street and you know, someone's sketch was coming at you. They didn't say anything, but you kind of knew you're like, that kind of goes into um like back to like adults when you it it reminds me of like body language right really when it comes down to it and and vibes and you can literally say so much without saying shit because it's just how you you enter yeah i heard some i heard a study sometimes you'll you'll probably know the answer to this so correct me if i'm wrong or actually just correct me um I'm assuming I'm wrong. Correct me. Uh, that verbal communication is maybe 10% of all communication. Yeah. The number's supposed to be a little smaller, like eight, seven to 8%. Wow. But yeah. So and it's not just, yeah, it is body language for sure. But like I just said, you, you don't even have to be in the room with the other person to know. You, you know when your kid is napping versus when they're just quiet. And it's, so, it, they call it like a click on and you can't teach it. You can't like, it's from being together in a certain way all the time. Right. So this is a lot, a lot of this is you, I'm assuming, cause you talked about vibrational energy. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people, it's a buzzword. Oh, we're vibrating at different levels, <laughs> but really, can you explain to me what vibrational energy actually is? Within oh, a relationship. Yeah. Um, and I did do a whole podcast on this, nice. <laughs> how the law of attraction really works in your relationship. But so we are, you know, um, and this has been refuted in different ways, but it really at, so, you know, we're made up of these subatomic particles, right? Everyone kind of knows that we used to think it was an atom. And then we found out it's even smaller, right. And even things we can't see. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that are these all, we know from the, the, law of thermodynamics, we know the law, you know, law of conservation of energy. Like we have these laws, right. Of, of how things work. And we know that energy can't be created or destroyed. It can be transmuted. It can be changed. You can change, uh, you know, you can change a solid to a gas, you know, you can do that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. it's still it in different forms. And so that's true for humans. And all of that is oscillating is vibrating at a very subatomic level. And so that's really what we're picking up on so much of the time mm-hmm. is that sort of vibration. And actually, um, uh, Tam Hunt and Schooner from Santa Barbara have been studying this synchronicity of when like organisms are near each other, they sync up. Mm-hmm. They, they actually sync up. And so, and we know, you know, if you, if you take, uh, uh, two corresponding, like, a uh, you know, how electrons or protons or any of these, they all have like a positive negative spin, right? If one's spinning one way, one's spinning the other, you know, in these colliders, they pull them apart. The equivalent of 
one being in Tokyo and one being in New York City. Mm -hmm. And if they change the spin on one, the paired proton or electron changes also. And it's it's non-local causation. Wow. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit good vibes with an S juice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with good vibes juice. Hey, Ryan. Yes. You stink. Um, okay. I stink too. Don't worry. Everyone actually stinks and it's normal to have body odor just in case you needed a reminder. Okay. Thank you for that. But the best part is you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Stay fresh, everyone. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks? What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms And decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. 
And so it's, I know it's kind of intense. And, but beyond that, like, I don't even go there with most people because they get too weird and the secret and all that crap, you know, think Mm -hmm. of a bike, I get a bike. I I just want to throw up in my mouth. Uh, That's not how it works. Uh, So, but there is something called your reticular activating system in your brain, the RAS. And your RAS is a filter between your conscious and your subconscious mind. So when you think of something consciously, the RAS sends that as an order to your subconscious to look for that thing. And the easiest example is if you ever bought a car and you know how that car is suddenly everywhere. Yeah. Or you yeah, just were thinking about the car That's or Brittany, really you were example. pregnant. Did you yeah. see all yeah. the pregnant women? Yeah. Isn't it unbelievable? Yeah. Every time I was crazy. pregnant, I thought, oh my God, there's like a pop. Are we all having sex together? Yeah. Like, what happened? <laughs> I don't understand. And it's not because there was more pregnant women. This is an example of that, right? So right. consciously, I'm thinking about being pregnant all the time or a gray BMW. And mm-hmm. guess what? My subconscious goes and looks for it. Right. So if I think my partner, my husband is nagging me all the time, guess what? I see that. That, that is what the, it'll take the, again, an RAS will take that as an order to look for my partner nagging me. Right. And here's the really scary part. Like that's not scary enough. Your RAS will filter out anything that doesn't match. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's when like your Googling partner's you'll find Don't what you, you want. This? You guys have thought about this. Of course we you have. have Actually, right? believe, believe it or not, Abby, what you're talking about right here, we did it early, early, early on in our podcasting career. We did an episode where we talked about hating our lives. Mm-hmm. And oh, what you're I, talking about right now I, is specifically the shift that happened in our lives. Mm-hmm. Someone gave me advice when I said I wanted to break up with Brittany. They said, by all means, break up with Brittany in one week. But from today till that day, only see where she contributes in your life. Don't worry about anything negative because you know you're going to break up with her in two weeks or into a, in a week. <laughs> Don't think about all this stuff because you already see it. Spoiler you already know alert, of it. He didn't. I didn't. Uh-huh. I tried. Uh, you already see it. You, you're already aware of it. So don't don't worry about it. It's going to be over in a week when you break up with her. But for one week, just focus on where she contributes yeah. in your life and see her as a contribution. Abby, by the end of that week, I I literally fell in love with Brittany. Yeah. It just changed. He did That's this. programming your RAS on purpose. Right? I didn't know that there was words around that. I didn't or know that there was science behind right? it. I just thought yeah. it was great advice. We've also yeah. talked about um, like not to this extent and maybe not being aware of what we're even doing, but we were talking on previous episodes um, with our friend Haley Patry, who says, you know, they go back and forth with um, planning date nights and we do that, right? Like I'll plan one one week, he'll plan one the other week. And one of the only rules was to show up and just be excited about whatever it is. Yeah. And sometimes in the past, like past, you have expectations to like, well, I did this and he only did this, right? Uh-huh. So you're already showing up with disappointment. And I think once you rewire your brain to not do that and just show yep. up and just be in it and enjoy whatever it is that they've planned, you are yep. already automatically like putting yourself ahead without even realizing it. Right. We just didn't yep. know that it had all these fancy terms around. It. Yep. Now, Abby, I will, well, I will say this because one of the, one of the subject matters that we were going to bring up with you today um, that you talk about is when your partner is annoying. You know, when you're my age, you either are madly in love or you're not. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And we know that as couples age, by the way, that we get more and more in love. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Helen Fisher, who's a biological anthropologist, um, she's a McKinsey fellow now. She used to be at Rutgers. Uh, her TED Talk, by the way, is amazing. But they are comparing MRIs 
okay, MRIs, fun functional MRIs of brand new couples, you know, that new love, you know, who are all, woo, you're mm -hmm. just having sex every second, right? And couples who've been couples. together, <laughs> I know, <laughs> couples who've been together 20 years or more who claim that they're in love, right? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you claim it, but is it true? Let's look at the brain chemistry and they're the same. Wow. So this idea that you have to, you know, that there's this downward slide it, with those bumper stickers on the back with the stick family. Tell me, tell me <laughs> you do not have that. Do you not? We don't, have, we do me. not have we that. Have Thank that, you. No. Thank no. you. Okay. Don't ever do that. Um, cause right there you won't have sex again. Right. <laughs> I, it's just like, I don't, your you know electrons will no longer be vibrating at a frequency that equates to sex. <laughs> if you put a sticker on the back of your car, that says, you right I have now. two kids and a dog. <laughs> So good. One of the things I always say is you can't have a pussy and drive a minivan. Like you have, we a, have a, we have a minivan. minivan. Oh, it's called our Lamborghini. When you get in the minivan, you have a vagina. I you love just my minivan. I, I don't drive the. Do. I don't drive the minivan. Let me tell you, you would have a vagina. It's I love like, it's driving okay Ryan's car. Vaginas are great, yes. but they're not sexy. You know, they're not sexy, but they are roomy. There, there's room for other things. They're, vagina, very, pra they're you know? very practical with the two yeah. sliding doors and the DVDs in the back. I feel like very that. attacked right yeah. now. Oh yeah, my god, do. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so let, so let, let's ask it. let's ask the question then. So one of the subject matters that you you talk about uh, on your podcast in your books is what is actually happening when you are annoyed. And maybe if you can dive into the topic on here, we can understand why you don't get annoyed very frequently mm. because there is a shift that happens. You turn yeah. that off, right? Yep. And, and that's everywhere, by the way. But I will tell you the, the secret is that you have to stay ahead of the momentum. So right. if I, while I was online, wait, I just wrote about it in my newsletter this week, which is funny, but um, about this incident. But if I had been online seething, right? Like, oh, I should have to wait. And I already waited. It's going to take yeah. two minutes. I might have to wait with all these people. And I look ridiculous because I'm in Berkeley with 12 year olds and I'm, I'm like almost 60 standing in line to get a piercing. I feel like a loser and I'm doing all that. Right. I'm, and then I went back to the car. I yeah. would have lost my shit. Right. I would have, it wouldn't have been good. So you have to stay ahead of the momentum and you have, there is nothing more important than your feelings. Mm -hmm. We plan Every event there is, we'll plan our day, we'll schedule things, we'll plan a wedding, we'll plan parties. We, we should be planning our feelings. Mm -hmm. there's, there's nothing more important than how you're going to feel all day. Mm -hmm. I don't care how perfect your day went. If you feel like crap, it wasn't a good day. Yeah. What are your thoughts on planning like- Planning your feelings. I've never heard that The before. opposite, like the argument, I would say, um, have you, I'm sure you've heard of the term thrown around right now with toxic pos positivity. Sometimes you just have those feelings that you need to feel. And I have, I think everybody has somebody in, her, in their life who is very positive all the time. And they're 99% of the time great to talk to, but sometimes you just want to feel your not so nice feelings. Yeah. And- like you have those bad days. Does that kind of like conflict? Like we're, we're allowed to feel those, but how do we bring ourselves out of that? 
Can you not? <laughs> Brittany likes yeah. staying in the mess for a long time no, sometimes. But I like to feel it. And Ryan yeah. is a let's <laughs> let's snap out of this. I apologize I apologize goodbye. Where I'm she's, like I'm not Abby, done. She's specifically referring to my toxic possibility my hypothetically toxic positivity. Hypothetically, but actually it's Ryan. <laughs> she's not oh, asking for a friend. Yeah. She's I'm asking better. for her. How do I get my annoying <laughs> husband who's always <laughs> positive to stop being positive and let me be in my mess? So here's what we got here's what I think is happening. So you can say positive words, but be coming from fear, not love. Okay. So if you're, I'm just going to go here with you two. So let's say Ryan is, gets a little scared because he comes from that crazy family that watched Rocky Horror. At eight years. <laughs> so I don't even know what Touché. goes on there. Okay. So he's, got, he's got trauma issues. Okay. Right. So you, let's say Brittany, when you're scared and you go down that hole a little bit, he gets scared. Like, okay. you know, you're okay. You're going to come out, but he gets a little scared. He doesn't act scared. He doesn't even know he's scared, but that's when it's like, it's going to be okay. You know, that stuff. And, or you can't focus on that. What's going to happen. That's dismissive. Mm. That's different. And that's from fear. That's because I don't want to hear your feelings. That's I'm not saying he's doing this all the time. I'm saying this is often what happens. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make it better because of my own codependency, my own, like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I'm going to feel bad if you feel bad or I love you so much. It hurts when you're in pain. We do it to mm-hmm. our kids, right? Mm-hmm. They're crying. We're like, shh, it's okay. Shh, it's okay. We, we do it from the time they're little Yeah, because it's painful to watch your child crying. It's right. I, I can... I can tell you with certainty because I've done a little bit of work on myself uh, over the last 12 years that it is fear-based. I am um, I am a provider naturally. I want the people around me to be protected. And when they're upset, when they're disappointed, when they're worried, when they're scared, it actually reflects negatively on my ability to provide for them. And it's, a, it's an inadequacy for me. So I have to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to fix it away a lot of men with the Mm -hmm. fixing. Right. I think that those feelings are that maybe not feelings, but those like those needs and those desires trump feelings and they kind of like headbutt, right? Right. Like they're trying to replace my feelings or kind of not validate them. Right. But yeah, we've talked about that. That's why it doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. That's why I, not long ago, I had a couple in the office and he was complaining about, you know, her and you know, like upset. And she's like, I just love you. You know, I love you so much. You know, we just have to get through this. Right. And he turned to me and he goes, I hate when she does that. And then she loses it and goes, look, I tell him I love him. And he's all upset. And I said, that wasn't love. Yeah. Yeah. That was your fear. That's why he doesn't like those. The words are fine. Mm -hmm. It's not. And people can tell that's that 50 versus 11 million. So really, you know, the job, Ryan, is to ready. You want to match. I call it say yes first. You want to match emotion, but not tone because mm-hmm. you don't want to escalate it. Right. So you, your first reaction needs to be to lean in. So Brittany's upset, right. And you lean in. So you match emotion, but not tone. So you're not going to be like, Oh my God, it's horrible. You know, you don't mm-hmm. want to escalate, but you might go, Oh, this sucks. Is Jessica being mean to you again? Like, are you still mm-hmm. having trouble with her at work? I hate that. Mm-hmm. He's you know, so good at he's so good at it though. Like he really is really yeah. really good. Even if like he is the one that has made me angry, which is also infuriating because he's so good at apologizing and owning up to it. Where I'm like, I just I have righteous anger going. You're killing me here. I just need to gut it out, you know. And so we so talk about this. That's so much to ask. And here's what happens though: men don't like to agree to things that they don't agree with. 
Yeah. Like, I don't think she sucks. I think you're being ridiculous. Yes. So that's why I'm saying you have to match the motion. So what you want to do is really think about, okay, here's this woman I love. I adore her. She's delicious. Look at you in pink. You're so cute. And that's, and she is delicious. She's a beautiful woman. That's all we're doing. And that's the work. Hair in a bun and like a sweatshirt on. So I'm a little annoyed with you, but I'm going to let it go. So, right. So she's adorable and beautiful. You're like, oh my God, mother, I love this woman. And that's where it needs to come from. And she's in pain and I'm just going to let her be in pain. Yeah. I'm just going to be here with her though. I'm not going to ignore it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pretend it's not here. I'm not going to leave the room so she can deal. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to. And so one of my favorite things to do is to ask questions. Is there anything I can do for you right now? Right. Yeah. One of the things that we, we put different words around it. Maybe mm-hmm. it's maybe what we're saying is similar to what you're saying, but Probably. we talk about recreating the communication, Yeah. not regurgitating the re- communication, but right. recreating it, getting the impact that is over here yep. recreated so that she gets that I get the impact before That's I can it. move forward. Matching the emotion. Yes. That's it. You got it. And yeah. we also predicate the conversations. I'm like, I don't want this to be fixed. I just want you right. to listen. That's okay. it. Right? Like, and yep. then he'll be like, okay. And then he'll just listen. And yeah, I, like now cool, we right? just have that communication. Yeah. We're getting good. better at it. We're, we're getting trying. better at it. But it's these, conver- believe it or not, Abby, it's these conversations that we're having. Like we're doing the work right now. Yeah. Yep. Right? The, the, when right. we get off this podcast, we get to have this conversation and be like, wow, like, mm-hmm. okay, we're, you know, we're heading in the right direction. We're saying the right things. We're doing the right things. Or, ooh, I probably should not have done that mm-hmm. anymore. So <laughs> We say the podcast I, is for like other people, but really it's just for it's us. For yeah, it's great. <laughs> like marriage we're like having, we're having couples counseling now the one thing that you were talking about when it comes to annoying is competing against your partner what yes. is that so here i gotta tell you the number one problem in pretty much every relationship i run into everyone comes in and says we don't communicate everyone comes in and says i can't express my feelings that's not it that's what's on top what's on the bottom is this subtle competition we have all the time with our partners. Even when you said this thing with like, I do date night one week, he does it another. It's all this even Steven thing. Mm -hmm. And so we say things like, it's your turn to put away the dishes. Is this a game? Are we having a game? Is our marriage a game? It, It is not your turn. You take turns if you're on a team. And if I think you are getting something I'm going to lose, then I'm not rooting for you. Mm. And I'm keeping score of all the things. Well, I did this and this took two hours and that was you three and there was up. four. Just and we start up, comparing and you can't because you can't compare. There is so much hour to hour. We know women do more. I mean, look, Pew Research, everything else. Women live, we, we, we live about six to seven years less when we're married, we do about eight hours more of work a week when we're married. That's without kids. So we take, the, I get that. So you do. So get it. If you want to, you know, those lucky lesbians, I guess, don't have to deal with it. But we do. <laughs> so we go. I know. I, I tried in college. I couldn't make it stick. Oh, my God. I, I love know. it. Oh, get to share a wardrobe. It would have been great. Come on, uh, right? I know, right? But it's just, we're, you know, this is what it is. So you can't compare. Jim saying you can't go hour to hour time to time. Yeah. And you have to be, you know, I took uh, Jack to baseball on Monday. So it's your turn to take Sophie on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I, you spent money on this. I get to spend money on this. This is the cancer eating at every relationship that I talk to because people aren't as happy as they could be for one another because there's a subtle thing there. That's the resentment you feel. It's not feeling taken care of often, 
Like I'm doing all this. I'm not being appreciated. That's pretty much what every woman says to me. I don't feel heard. I don't right. feel appreciated. So right. if your team is winning, that means mine's not. You're always battling for resources, money, time, right? You're always battling for these resources, sleep. Sex. And that sex. So it's a problem. You are a shared resource. If one of you is is hurting, guess what? Your battery is getting drained too. It is a shared thing. And this is the problem. Couples do this thing where they're like, okay, can you do this thing? Because I'm doing this thing. You know, all the divide and conquer crap. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. Now I have two exhausted people with little tiny people at home. Yeah. I'm not getting enough sleep. I, you know, my butt doesn't look like it used to. And my, I'm like annoyed about that. I got gray hair. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. This is a re- This is why most divorces, by the way, happen when kids are four years old. If you I can find- get past four, you're pretty home free. This is like, I'm, I'm, str- I'm struggling a little bit with this only because maybe I'm not struggling, but I think that we look at it in different words. Like, I think, well, Ryan's staring at me because I know he's like, you are like scorekeeper, blah, blah, blah. But I, I don't look at it as keeping score. I'm looking at it as um, communication. And we've talked about this multiple times, um, conditions of satisfaction. I've told him, I'm like, listen, there's not many things that frustrate me. But one of them is I do not like coming down to the kitchen being a disaster because I work really hard to cook a meal and then I come home or sorry, I come down in the morning and mm-hmm. it's a kerfluffle because the mornings are hard. We're trying to get two kids, daycare, school. He's working. I'm trying to get ready. And then I see the kitchen and my brain is like, I actually can't work in my home seeing a messy yeah. kitchen. And then I'm like, well, you didn't do this. And this is where I'm like, I'm not keeping score. But at the same time, both of our time is very important. And when he doesn't maybe commit to something that he said he would. I look at it as his, he's saying my time isn't as important. Uh, So like, do you know what I mean? So it sounds like competing. So here's the big thing that happens. (laughs) What we're doing is putting a definition on what it means. And that's the problem. Okay. You are defining that as what, what really Ryan is saying to you is I'm full. I am overwhelmed. I am done. I am because people have different capacities for how much they can do. And I will tell you, women usually have a much larger capacity. So what is happening is, and so what really has to happen, obviously, is that you have to back up and be careful of what you commit to, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's there. But beyond that, that is really what's happening. You're defining it. You know, people say, oh, he doesn't appreciate me because he won't do this thing. Or he, he, oh, you should know what I want for my birthday. If you really loved me and all this bullshit, like that we decide what it means. It doesn't. Yeah. He adores you. I'm watching you two of you. You're so cute together. Like delicious, so deliciousness cute. is happening here. He totally is into you. So he doesn't want to piss you off. Trust me. That's mm-hmm. like the last thing on his agenda. Oh, so I know. if he couldn't do this thing, it means something. And that's yeah. what you want to talk about. And I will tell you the number one thing you can do to take care of all this, get outside help. Yeah. We look to our partners all the time to pick up the slack, yeah. right? To carry their weight, right? Yeah. To take something off our plate. It's the same plate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are moving so around the mashed true. potatoes, people. Like, I think that's not- why COVID's been so hard for people, though, oh, because we, for the longest time, it. we weren't able to get that help from yep. parents, yep. from your village, from somebody, an outside source to help There was no clean. village. There wasn't, It was right? the interior yeah, bubble. Wasn't. So these are conversations are really good to have because it really lays them out there. And yep. you're right. We're eating off the same plate, even though he doesn't, I eat his fries, even though I order a salad, but that's no, yes. here nor there. <laughs> so Abby, um, I, 
sorry. I love what you said. I love what you said. And I'm not, I'm not saying I love it because it makes me feel good about me, but I do. I love what you said because you're absolutely right. 100%. If I don't put the dishes away, it's not because I don't want to. 100%. It's not because I want to piss Brittany off. It is because I'm burnt out. I don't want to make dinner, but I still do it because we have to eat. I understand. But that's where the scorekeeping <laughs> comes know, into play. You could call in a pizza every night. Like, I hate to say it, but you could. Yeah. I know you don't want to. I know it doesn't feel good, but this is the thing. And women, we do. I, I have said, if my. If Gary was here right now, he'd be laughing at me for talking. He'd be like, you need to get real with what you, because I'm, I'm Brittany all day long. Of course I am. <laughs> Please. Uh, same thing, right? Because I feel like my kids have to eat healthy food. Yeah. I'm cooking these meals. There's choices, like I, right? Well, but it's, it's my choice. So yeah. at some point, I have to see it as service to my family, not as a task I have to do, not as something that he has to then pick up for, because it's kind of like when I clean the sink after he shaves because he does such a crappy job of that. The worst. The worst. So again, I refuse. Not, not well, I don't. I'm like, you know what? I love him You're so better much. Woman. <laughs> I'm gonna rinse this out and be done. Yeah. I, yeah. I had a client the other day talking to me. And she said, I don't know, it's you know, they're they're fighting over an air filter that had to be changed, right? And her husband said he would do it. And she's like, it's just a fucking filter. I don't yeah. know why he's not doing it. And I said to her, It's just a filter. Why do you care so much? Yeah. It's like, probably beyond the filter. It's not the right, but it is. It's what she assigned to it. She's mm -hmm. like, I do all this stuff. I do all this organization. I bought the filter. You know, yeah. all he has to do is put it in. All just that whenever you use the word just or all that you got, you know, you're screwed. I hate the word just. Uh, we all do. Even though I, so, I say it a lot. <laughs> so let me, let me try to recap what you've said so far. Cause you've, there's some massive golden nuggets on this this podcast. I got way more Brittany, than I thought Brittany's it was going to. No offense. I just got so much. Uh, I don't know why, but the auto didn't is transfer. Like, and like, this actually first, isn't a, the episode's not airing. Me, man. <laughs> then so, it was the other stuff. I hate Abby and I'm going <laughs> to. Oh no. So when you define something, when you define something, when you put words around something and attach them and attach a feeling to that, that, starts to create the vibrational frequency that you're having. It tells your brain to only see that and you only focus on that. Yep. And so it, it comes over and over and over and over and over again. And then it becomes the, I love you and you're annoying. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think I just like, I, I want to wrap this up real quick, but I think, I think where I'm struggling with this is that, like you said, women have a bigger capacity to take on more things. Fine. Yep. Notice how I haven't disagreed with that at all, by the way. Yes, ladies. but at the same time, it's like, okay, Ryan, you know what? He couldn't put the dishes away because he's burnt out. I feel like as a, as a mom and as a woman, we often want to take on those extra roles because we are caregivers at our heart and we want to help. But there comes a spot, and, and I think a lot of women lately are really kind of sticking up and being like, I also need my cup to be full or I cannot take care of everybody. And yep. so there has to be a balance, I feel like for me, and I understand maybe balance and score are, can be two completely different no, things, but I, I won't, I will 100% clean the dishes. Sometimes I will 100% clean his freaking hair because I can't stand looking at it and it's disgusting, but I won't do that all the time because I am also burnt out. Right. Yeah. So Wait, I just think I there needs to out? be a conversation. Wait, yes. I, it, it's, it's, you're comparing apples and oranges. Yeah. 
You did not marry Ryan because he puts the dishes away so well. Mm -hmm. You should never be fighting with your partner about something that you could hire someone to do. Mm -hmm. You want to feel cherished. You want to feel like magic when you walk in the room, like his attention is right there. You want to feel appreciated. You want to feel heard. You want and to be I do. He's feeling. amazing. You want to feel secure. Well, Always. there's something not there or that wouldn't be a thing. I'm telling yes. you. So that's what you got to get to. Yeah. We, we, we don't, mar I didn't marry Gary because he mows the lawn so well. Like I, Ryan's that's really not why that. we do that. I, yeah. I marry, you know, he, he makes me feel amazing. He makes me feel so safe and loved. There's that. something, and I'm telling you just, I really want to say it's with little children. It's just so hard. And the COVID, like I have teenagers and mm -hmm. I was ready to like kill everyone, you know, like, right. Well, not me. I wanted to live, but they could all die. Yes. Uh, you know, like I was like, oh, my God. And they can take care of themselves. I got to come to work every day. This is my office. My house is not this nice. Uh, you know, and they right. But you were here in it. I've had couples that I haven't seen in years, years coming back like we're going to kill each other. Yeah. So I do. I really want to give like so much love to you right now. Like, like, please, please know that. I get that there was stuff before too, but you guys have grown and changed. You've also oh, gotten yeah. closer during this, right? So right. when you come out the other side and you are, and we are, right? I really want you to come back to this. Mm -hmm. And when I want you to think, here you are, like, let's say that I'm really pissed. I come down in the morning and Ryan hasn't put <laughs> dishes and I'm looking, I'd be annoyed too. I like, I'm all about my kitchen. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so just stop for a minute. And this is the mindfulness stuff. I talk about mindfulness ad nauseum because right. you have to be mindful to know. In that moment to stop and really go, what is this telling me? This is actually telling you that he needs a hug, maybe a blowjob. I don't know. And maybe you do too. You are killing me, Abby. No. But you know what I'm saying? I'm I like Abby. Here. I didn't really mean go give him a blowjob for leaving. <laughs> out. He's going to come off and be like, did you hear that last thing that she said? But you know what I'm saying? I, yes. He really, it's like, and you need a hug. Like we both need a hug. To me, I would like you to go back upstairs, lay down with him and go, I can't. Mm. <laughs> like, but from, you know, I get that you're burnt too. I'm burnt. I don't know what to do with that fucking kitchen. Like I can't, like, I just mm -hmm. can't operate. What can we do right now? Like, help me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Powerful and words. Powerful and then words. I would love for him, for Ryan to go, you know what? I had a meeting and I'm going to tell him I'm going to be 15 minutes late. I'm going to go take care of the kitchen. Right. And we have you know been I mean? really good at that. I haven't been harping on him. Like I will wait because I used to be like immediately if it wasn't done and then I would get annoyed and now it's it, like it's a couple hours or whatever and I will yeah. come back later and it'll be done because he had intentions and things got carried away. But mm -hmm. okay, can you do us a favor and drop your new title of your new book that's coming out really soon? Because I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, just tell everybody where to find you um, for your social channels if they want to get in touch. Sure. sure. Uh, the The book that's coming out is uh, Negative Thinking Sucks and Not in a Good Way. Um, I was going to say Sucks Balls. And I love that. Way. My assistant wouldn't let me. She's like, no, you cannot be like so on some good. TV show saying that. It just can't happen. She just wasn't having it. Anyway. <laughs> Um, and it's going to be audio and like, a, like work, like things you can download and listen to yeah. and guide you to. It's going to be very like, hold your hand about mm. this momentum and planning feelings and all the good things. Um, and then my website is really every like abbymedcalf.com. So A-B-B-Y-M-E-D is in Donald C-A-L-F.com. My podcast there, the blog is there, the YouTube channel. I got videos, connection quickies, like short videos to help you connect with your partner. 
it's all there. But I do want to end saying that I don't want poor Brady to think it's really not like as women, because we're usually the emotional barometer in a relationship. Right. So just know that. And so I want Ryan to see anytime she's annoyed with you, you need to go in, not about like, oh, let me run and do the dishes. Right. But to stop and go and really connect with her for a moment and not just, I'm sorry. I get, that's nice. But sorry doesn't, that's not the problem. Mm -hmm. Sorry doesn't leave the blowjobs. Accurate. (laughs) Accurate. Thank you. That's going to be the title of this episode. Sorry doesn't lead to blowjobs with Abby Metcalf. (laughs) Because I mention blowjobs a lot because I, because when men are being, I I say with love because it's not Ryan, but being stupid, they're, you know, they want to be correct, not effective. Right. I'm like, you can be right all day long. You know, I shouldn't have to pay my wife's home all day. I don't have to pay for a cleaning person. I'm like, would you like a blowjob or not? (laughs) Like if she's cleaning the toilets every day and pissed at you, you ain't getting any. Am I right? Absolutely. Usually like, yeah. You know, it's about the love. It's not about like the hiring someone. It's about the love. Like I hold you in such high regard. You're telling me that this is too much for you. It doesn't have to be what I think is too much. It has to be, I support you. I love you. I want you to have everything you need. Love it. Abby, yeah. I love this podcast. I love this conversation. Love this when you came to out. us, you said you were looking to, to create world <laughs> peace for people. And I'm like, it's my thing. I, I now like, see it. I feel like I Ryan heard it. like vibrations. Don't don't keep score. Low job. Low job. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. The end. I loved it. It was amazing. <laughs> no, it was Abby, really good. thank you so yes, much. Thank you. We yeah, really appreciate it. This is an amazing conversation. This was incredible. Thank you Great. for rearranging your schedule to be with us yes. during this, these COVID lockdown hours with our kids. Uh, incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Pleasure. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Beerley and I'm Jennifer Chaikin and we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout, making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psychobabble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how and work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. 